0: Friday morning, March 3rd, 20% chance for showers. A couple of spritzels on the windshield as I was driving in. Highs of 79 today. This cool front that we were promised. You know, mid-60s, upper 60s, Saturday and Sunday, not so much. 74 tomorrow, 76, plenty of sunshine both days. So I guess it could get worse. Then Monday turns rainy. Mike Dettillier joins us now from down the bayou. It's raining, Mike, or not?
1: Not yet, but, uh, you know, you know it's coming. Yeah,
0: Mike, you're a gambling man, so I'll ask you, I don't know, on your iPhone or cell phone, do you have a protective case? Yes, I do. Okay. I decided to take mine off because I figure if I can handle a gun responsibly, I can handle a phone responsibly. If You were to you give messed me... up there. Well, hang on. <laughs> if you were to give me a line on how long the phone's, because you're a gambling guy, if you're going to give me a line on how long I'm going to have the phone before I break it, what would you say?
1: I would say uh, 45 days and under. Oh, oh, 45 days? Oh, definitely.
0: I'd bet the under on that. These people are saying two days. So you're being generous.
1: You know, sometimes, um, man, how those things take a tumble. uh, You can go wild with it. But, man, then all of a sudden it goes off. But, yeah, that's not smart to take that case off, Tommy. Well, put we'll that see. it's case back on. I, all right,
0: we'll see. I had trouble with the microphone. It's an old phone, too. Anyway, tell me about Alvin Kamara. Michael, you know, I, I'm an old-school guy. I'd have told this young man to put a coat and tie on when he goes to court, but apparently not.
1: Yeah, that doesn't make a difference. Uh, you think... he's No, mm-hmm. and he's paying a lot of money. He's got – Two really good lawyers here, but uh, he's he's got a lot of serious issues he's dealing with. And, um, uh, again, this has been kicked back and kicked back, and now it's uh, – we had uh, Craig Murdoch on with us last night, uh, the defense attorney from New Orleans, and he brought up the point of this July 31st. They could have had it in June. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they didn't want it and then ask for a July date. The earliest they could get it was July 31st, which meant that basically that's the start of training camp for the Saints.
0: He's going to trial.
1: So, barring a play correct. agreement. Uh, so does this give you try uh, and work out more time to try to work out a deal? I don't know. But this there's some serious charges here. And with that video, uh, man, if this goes to trial and he gets convicted, uh, and we talked about this last night, I would not be surprised that he misses the entire 2023 season. Mike,
0: you know, I was going to ask you that, what the defense attorney had to say, because when you watch that video, I don't know what his record is. I presume it's clean, but boy, it's going to be hard not to do any jail time after that. What do you think?
1: Um, It's sort of a split decision with people that we've talked to. And I'm not
0: wishing uh, it on him. I'm just saying. No,
1: we, it's sort of a split decision, but m- most people don't think he will serve jail time uh, that, that we've had on that, that know about these uh, situations a lot more than what Bobby and I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... Uh, I'm just telling you, it's a serious offense, and so... So when you say missed the I whole season,
0: mo- you mean because of suspension, then?
1: I think because of suspension, yes. <laughs> One thing with the NFL, they have not been very lenient on the Saints for anything. No, that's okay? true. That's true. And so, you know, we, we get some of them all, well, uh, the, it's always been six to eight weeks. Yeah, that's for other teams. But look at what's happened with the Saints. Uh, they've kind of taken the belt out on them uh, for certain things. So don't, don't be surprised about that uh, situation being a longer suspension than what you might have normally had. And he's going to miss uh, a considerable part of the season one way or another. So it affects your thinking process of what you do for the entire year. And we've talked about this before. This football team needs running backs, and it's plural. Mm -hmm. It's not just one. You got nothing in the backfield. I mean, Mark Ingram was in the winter years of his career last year. Uh, Dwayne Washington has been uh, a backup, but really more of a special teams guy. Eno Benjamin, uh, who they picked up, he was cut by two teams Mm -hmm. in a couple week time span before the Saints picked him up. So, man, you got to go out and feel that. But there's some serious issues that Alvin Kamara is dealing with uh, from people that have dealt with these type court issues in the past. They don't think he'll serve jail time. But, uh, man, if convicted, I think, Tommy, that's a good chance he won't play in 2023.
0: And We're back to where we were last season because Alvin Kamara, right, is a game changer. He's that kind of player when he's on. He's
1: one of the few game
0: changers this team has. Right. So if you don't have him, it's going to change the game, but it's going to change it the other way.
1: Yes, indeed. And so, Hugh, this is a critical point for this franchise. Right now, you still don't have a quarterback. Uh, Uncertainty at numerous positions. Uh, If it's defensive tackle, uh, name me your defensive tackles on this team today that are signed for 2023. One, right? Yeah, one. Okay. So you've got an offensive line that was disappointing a year ago that you're going to have to make some moves. You would need to add a key piece at both wide receiver as a possession receiver and at tight end. Running backs, plural. Come on, it's, it's just not one spot. You've got it numerous positions. Oh, oh and by the way, you need a
0: quarterback. We'll take a break and talk about that when we come back as well. Mike, to tell you, we'll talk about the Combine. We're talking about Saints, LSU, and more. You got any questions, comments, 504-260-1870. Somebody texted in, Mike, y'all don't know what y'all convicting that man already. These things get pushed back all the time. I think this has been pushed back as about as far as it can be. And this is going to trial or to some type of plea agreement. I think personally, his time could be better spent maybe doing some, um, what do you call them, um, public service and working with some troubled youth in the community than sending him to jail. But I can't believe that he would do something this stupid. I just can't believe it. 621, time for traffic now, WWL. It is 625. Talking to Mike Detillier, WWL NFL analyst, co-host of Sports Talk, one of the two Cajuns that you hear every afternoon from 4 till eh, 7, 8, depends on LSU baseball season. Uh, let's talk about quarterback, Mike, because you just mentioned all of the needs that the Saints have. A key position, obviously, understatement, quarterback. Where do we stand on that? What's happening with Derek Carr?
1: Well, uh, he, he has met with Ownership of three different teams. Uh, he, he met with Gail Benson here in New Orleans. He has met with Woody Johnson, the owner of the Jets. And he has met with the owner, David Tepper, of the Carolina Panthers, along with their all their coaches, front office. So, again, serious talks. But the agent buzz is that at the moment, and things change rapidly in these situations, The Saints are the lead team. Really? For for Derek Carr. And uh, we had John Hendricks, who's in Indianapolis, uh, and he sort of confirmed what I've been hearing for the last couple days, that it looks as though the Saints are in the lead position at this point. Now, again, uh, it's at the moment. So things can change rapidly in, in these negotiations, but it looks as though, uh, they would be in the lead spot to land Derek Carr.
0: So, what kind of money are we talking about? I know there's always over workaround. thirty million. All right, that's guaranteed.
1: Oh man, if it was just thirty million guaranteed, uh, 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 the sites would do it today. Yeah. I mean, he's going to want more than thirty guaranteed. Uh, so, uh, so I why'd you say the... thirty
0: million? I'm confused.
1: Uh, per year. Per year, I got you. Okay. And so, not the whole contract is going to be guaranteed. I think one of the things the Saints are bringing to the table is a longer-term commitment to Carr, which is what he has been looking for. Uh, I think for some teams, the contract will be set up that maybe they could get out after a couple years. For the Saints, it may be a longer-term commitment for them, which is something he brought up very early in the process, that he is not looking for a short-term situation, he's looking for a long term deal.
0: What did they tell him in New York you'd be a first ballot Hall of Famer if you come here to the Jets?
1: Yeah, if you believe that, I got that yeah. ski lodge right <laughs> behind my house here on the bayou to say you do.
0: They had to do that tongue in cheek, I I gotta believe, right?
1: Well after they finished laughing, you <laughs> yeah. know, and he he had to finish laughing too. Uh yeah. Well again, listen, you it's like recruiting. You gotta say what you gotta say at that moment to try to land your guy.
0: Let's talk about the Saints and Pete Carmichael, and Derek, uh, what did Dennis Allen say about keeping Pete Carmichael and his decision to do that, or his rationale?
1: His rationale was that uh, Pete's got uh, skins on the wall, uh, that he has uh, a record that shows he's been an effective offensive coordinator, and man, they must have had like 13 teams in the NFL looking to replace the offensive coordinator spot, so... He decided that uh, he was going to keep uh, Carmichael. He felt as though he was the best option at the moment to keep him. What do you think? I would have. I would have made a move. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, this is not. Tell the me your type rationale offense. for
0: making a move. Why would you have made a
1: move? Because I don't think this is the type of offense Dennis Allen really wants to run offensively. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you, I think he wants to be more of a run-oriented team. This team isn't built for that. Well, so you got to you would have to change coordinate and also have to change some pieces here. Uh, I think last year one of the things I brought up before the season, during, and after. The offensive line play is not good, nope. uh, but you want to run the ball, okay? How are you going to run it if you can't run block? You're not a really good run-blocking team.
0: Well, and the other and, thing, Mike, is if you people want to download the Odyssey app and use the rewind feature, go back and listen to what Mike had to say about 20 minutes ago about the running back situation, right?
1: It, it is null and void today. But also, you can't win in the running game if you don't win up front. Right. You can have the greatest running backs in the world. you got to be able to win up front. And don't give me this horse hockey about injuries. Everybody's got them. So – Man, uh, it's it's a chancy move on his part. I understand uh, there's a lot of moving parts, but uh, I would have made a move there. I think the just other thing is... Bring in someone who's thinking along the same lines I am offensively.
0: We'll talk about commitment to the run when we come back, because that's another part of it. I don't think you can just run a ball every now and then and placate the head coach. That's not going to work. 6.30 more. When we return, you got any questions, comments, 504-260-1870. Back in a flash with Mike Dettiglia on WWL. 6.42, 18 before 7, talking to Mike Dettiglia, one of the two Cajuns that co-hosts Sports Talk in the afternoon here about the NFL Combine, about the Saints offseason moves, about Derek Carr. We'll talk about some LSU Tigers in a a second. Mike, we're talking about running a ball. You know, as you well know, uh, Zach Streif, um, Steve Cord, every offensive lineman I've ever spoken to that played in the NFL says it's all about commitment. You can't just pull a run out every eight plays and expect it to work. And that's what you're talking about with Pete Carmichael and, and the schism there if you will between that and Dennis Allen where, well you can't just throw a run in every now and then to please the boss. If you're going to run the ball, you got to be committed to it, but you got to have the horses to do it.
1: I agree uh, 100%. And the also, you got to figure out your utilization of Taysom Hill, hmm. which still, it, to me, sometimes is head-scratching, uh, where he, he touches the ball one, maybe two times in the first half, and that's it. And then you use him a little bit later on a little more. Come on, you've you got to be able to figure out how to use certain people in the running game better. And <laughs> Right now, this team – wants to throw the football, and it is a passing league, and the rules are built that way, but you don't have a an elite quarterback. So you better figure out some way else to move the football, and that is with the running game. you got to be able to run it when you need to and have to. And last year you couldn't. You just couldn't. That's why you only ended up with seven wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were a pass-happy team, and you had um, – um, more than your average share of drops uh, in receiving core, but you couldn't run the ball. So if I'm playing you, you know, uh, yeah, I might give up a big play defensively if they throw the deep ball against me, but I'm not scared of your running game one bit.
0: Um, let's talk about the uh, – real quick before I get to the combine. So if you had to predict right now who's going to start a quarterback for the Saints next season, and, and if it's Derek Carr – how would that affect the number of wins? You're talking about seven last season. What could we look for this year?
1: Derek's the type of guy that can give you a couple extra wins. Listen, he's better than Andy Dalton. Mm-hmm. The big question mark is, is he $30 million a year better than Andy Dalton? But you're going to have to make that commitment. If you land him, his contract will average over $30 million a year.
0: For if how many people years? people screaming and
1: hollering, because Drew Brees was making 20 at one time, or 22.
0: So how many years – here's what I'm asking you, I guess, Mike, for, for the layman. How many? much of a commitment are we looking at with Derek Carr?
1: Four years. Okay. So you're least. casting
0: your lot with him for four years is what you're saying.
1: Yep. If
0: you if you got a kid that's a freshman in high school next year, by the time they graduate, <laughs> Derek Carr is still going to be a quarterback, right?
1: That's correct.
0: Okay. Just look at it that way. Um the option would be what?
1: Man, the options aren't good. Uh, I, a lot of people say, "Well, go with Jimmy Garoppolo," and I, and, I, and I like Jimmy. Here's the thing: is he's as brittle as they come. The one thing with Derek Carr, he hasn't missed much time as a starter. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's available, uh, and Jimmy is a, I think, a good, a good, not very good or an elite, but he's a good starting quarterback, but he's brittle. He's hurt all the time. I would love to get Lamar Jackson, to be honest with you. Uh, he's a young quarterback. Uh, when we saw the Saints play the Ravens, he tilted the field for the Ravens. He was that good. He was at another level. And But you're going to have to give up a lot, but they were willing to give up a ton for Deshaun Watson uh, a year ago, almost the same time. Uh, you know, I, I don't think that Lamar Jackson will return to Baltimore. They're just too far away financially to get a deal worked out. And there's a little bit of hard feelings on both sides. So are you and telling me that happens in negotiations?
0: Lamar Jackson, the Saints could find a way to afford him?
1: Yeah. Uh, listen, if you want somebody bad enough in this league. Okay, last year, how would they have figured out a way to get into Sean Watson? Mm-hmm. They were in as worse salary cap situation as they are this year.
0: So why aren't we? And yet aren't...
1: they made a move. Are they, they pursuing,
0: they are they pursuing Lamar Jackson, or is anybody pursuing him, or is it too early for that?
1: I guess what I'm saying that, that's, is. That's a little too early to say who is and who isn't. But if you don't do it, guess what? They're going to have teams in your own division yeah. that will.
0: Uh, that, I guess that's <laughs> what I'm saying. If, if it comes down to. A four-year commitment with um, Derek Carr, or what are you talking about? More net with
1: Lamar Jackson? It'll probably be five years with Lamar. Whatever Lamar signs, it'll be a five-year deal, and potentially even more years with Lamar. Is Lamar? A game now, I know the Ravens. The Ravens say all the time, "Well, we we have no interest in trading him." Yeah, every time they say it, I really believe they're trying to move him. Mm-hmm. You don't have to tell me. <laughs> You know, you don't have to continuously tell me, oh, we love Lamar. We want to, We want him back. If you wanted him back that bad, how come you didn't sign him to a long-term deal?
0: So are we looking at, then, if I'm sitting at the table with Dennis Allen and Mickey Loomis, I'm saying, well, look, guys, here's what we're talking about. We can either go um, heavy with uh, Lamar Jackson, semi-heavy with Derek Carr. Either way, we're making a big step. And then you're talking about field tilters or game changers. Lamar Jackson's a field tilter, but Derek Carr is not a field tilter, is he?
1: He he is not. He'll he'll help you win a few more games. He'll help you win a few more games. But my thing with it is now, Tommy, you're not one player away unless that player was Patrick Mahomes. Mm. I mean, yeah, if if that was the case. But you're not just one player away. Uh, I hate to break it to everybody, but this team, they don't want to use the most dreaded word in sports, rebuild. I know rebuild. What it is, yep. Rebuilding, See, and that's and I what think, they're
0: doing. I think the public would accept it if the Saints were to say, look, y'all, here's the deal. You know, sit down and look in the camera and say, we had uh, we had a hell of a run with Drew Brees and Sean. We knew we were mortgaging the future. To try to have a run at the Super Bowl. We got screwed on a no call. We got a Minnesota Miracle. A couple of things happened. It didn't work out. But we got to rebuild. It's just cyclical in business. You got to do it. I
1: think the fans would accept it. Tommy I, Tommy, I agree with you, and I've said that numerous times. But I think that there are people in this league that don't want to admit the obvious that this team, like a, like about half of the other teams in the NFL, go through this on a yearly cycle. The Saints didn't have to do it for a long time because of the, you know, man, you went through all those years with Drew, and you had Sean Payton as head coach. So you didn't have to go through that every year. But now you are in a cycle where you're going to have to do it. And I agree with you totally. Sometimes uh, I think executives don't understand the truth.
0: Or the public that maybe, I don't know. they can't handle
1: the truth yeah. about certain things, but they knew it before you do. Yep,
0: totally agree. All right, let me take a break. We'll talk about the combine when we come back. Mike, to tell you, our guest, uh, 504-260-1870, would you be okay with that if, if Mickey Loomis were to have a, you know, a press conference or commercial look straight in the camera and say, guys, look, here's the deal. We're going to play as best as we can with the players we have. We'll see how it goes, but keep in mind we are in the process of rebuilding after the great run that we had and we will get back to the super bowl uh, i would be happy with that i'd be comfortable with it 651 9 till 7 traffic now wwl from the Acadian Windows and Siding WWL Traffic Center. I'm Courtney P. Good morning. Bonnie Kerry Spillway, no delays to report in either direction. I ten East Kenner to downtown New Orleans. Moderate delay around the airport area eases at about Williams Boulevard. I ten West Orleans east to downtown the slowdown begins and Crowder goes through the Morrison curve to the high rise. Downtown elevated is busy but steady to the flyover. Flyover moderately congested to business ninety. Crescent City Connection, West Bank to Downtown. You'll see the brake lights right around Terry Parkway. Traffic Easing as you cross the river. UAP Long in the causeway, no delays to report there. I 55 and I 12 are free and clear. Have a traffic tip? Call WWL at 504 260 info. 655, 5 till 7. Tommy Tucker talking to co host of Sports Talk, one of the two Cajuns. Mike Detoye, uh, about the NFL combine now. Mike, what'd you see on day one?
1: Uh, that uh, when you play at Georgia, Uh, They know how to train you for this. (laughs) Man, I watched Nolan Smith, uh, you know, who missed a good portion of the season with injuries. But, uh, man, Georgia players, they always come prepared for the combine. And Tommy, probably every year I get maybe 24 to 30 players that I speak to. Mm -hmm. uh, And they'll ask me about what should I do for the combine. And my comment to them is, hey, this is a job interview. Treat it like that. Mm -hmm. But understand that the people who run this league, they're 25 years or more older than you. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. you can't cut up. You can't, you know, you can't act uh, like you're 13 years old there. Treat this as a job interview because it's the most important interview you'll have professionally. These guys are going to spend a lot of money on you and they change your life overnight financially. So act like that's what's going to happen when you're going to get that first check. And so it is a job interview. Act that way. Uh, Don't cut up. Do what the coaches tell you to do. And there are so many of these one-on-one interviews and be truthful with them. If you've had, history of something went wrong in your life, they know about it. So be truthful to them about it. And um, yeah, your game tape tells you a lot about if you can play. Uh, When you go to the combine, they know if you can play or you can't. Mm -hmm. This is about you personally and your commitment to football. And so you got to relay that to those people. And remember, they're not in your generation Mm -hmm. and they won't Change for you, you got to change for them And and they're cutting you that check, uh, and it's a big one.
0: Different culturally too. You can't, you can't, like you're saying, act like you would maybe with your teammates because this is business. There's a lot of serious money involved here. I think that's fantastic advice, Mike. Really, that would, that would. You got to know your audience. You got to know who you're playing to, right? And you wouldn't be at the combine if you couldn't play. They know
1: that because recruiting is different. And they've been through that. Recruiting is, coaches, they bend over backwards, uh, so to speak, uh, to try to relate to you as a teenager, and they sort of fawn over you. You know, as an NFL player coming out, man, they're not fawning over you, because you know what? Next year I got the same group, uh, I'm going to do the exact same thing. You have to adapt to an older person culture. Because when you hit in that locker room, yeah, you might be around a 23-year-old or a 30-year-old or a 35-year-old. So now you're having to adjust culturally, too. In college football, you're not around a 35-, 38-year-old person uh, in that locker room as a player. So the people that make those decisions are going to be 20 to 25 years or more older than you. Understand that when they interview you. What you do on the field is great in pajamas and slippers at the combine. That's all that is. But uh, those interviews are the most important things, along with the medicals, because really – You don't get a lot of medical information, and today it becomes more and more difficult because of HEPA laws for that to be turned over. You never go through uh, a medical situation like you go through at the combine.
0: I guess, too, they're trying to define character in terms of not slippers and pajamas, but all right, when you're beat up and hurting and it's uh, fourth and five with three minutes left, what you got left in the tank, right?
1: Yeah, and that's the most difficult thing because sometimes you think you know, but you really don't. And the, the thing about it is, it's an educated guess on a player. You never and know. Because you really don't.
0: You, you don't. really don't know until it's you fourth. Really until it's fourth and three with three minutes left. You don't left really know. And you're bleeding and beat up. That's right. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate your time. Have a great weekend, Mike. To tell WWL NFL analyst, one of the Cajun G here on Sports Talk, Bobby. A-